The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, is with us. Actually, on Wednesday, we might talk a little bit about food price inflation, but let's talk about fuel prices now because the price of a barrel of oil is closely linked to the price of the petrol or diesel that we get in the four courts. We were worried that it was going to hit over two euro recently. It didn't get to that. But you believe, based on the conversations that you've been having, that it's too expensive a present. At, at about what? 183, 184? Yeah, around that, Matt. Yeah, the, the petrol is about 183, according to the AA. It's, it was down about two cents in October. Diesel about 185. Now, what was expected, Matt, was as soon as that, conf- that awful conflict in the Middle East broke out, that uh, the barrel of, of crude would go to $100 and that, you know, that would be reflected at the pumps. That hasn't happened. That just ain't happening. In fact, that the barrel of crude is down to $80. But we're not seeing that properly reflected at the forecourts. So people are very suspicious and this is pretty outrageous. It goes up like a rocket. But it falls like a feather. You know, and people just feel, drivers feel they're just not getting the bounce of the ball here. Whereas uh, somebody seems to be making profits here. So there's questions being asked and I've been asking the petrol importers, is there profiteering going on? What's happening here? Why are prices not falling faster? They really should be falling faster. And remember as well in the budget, Matt, the government deferred the last increase, the restoration of the full excise duty on petrol and diesel. That was at the time because there was a fear to go to two uh, euros a litre. So, you know, we've had that as well. Um, you know, and despite the best efforts of the Saudis and the Russians to restrict supply, the, the crude oil price is down. And it just, it should be fallen, you know, being passed on to the motorists, but it's not. Is there a regulator who looks at this? No, we don't regulate prices in this country. An awful lot of people keep asking me that, you know, why, why does nobody step in here? Now, we did this time last year have a report done on um, petrol and diesel prices, particularly on the retail side by our competition czars, the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. Uh, you know, they were looking at to see if there was some kind of super profits or some kind of collusion going on. It didn't come up with any any evidence of anything like that. You know, to be fair to the retailers, they're pretty competitive. It's a small margin end of it. Uh, they make a lot of their money from you buying milk or, 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 or some emergency stuff. You know, that tends to be a bit pricey in a, in a petrol station. But, you know, there's, there's questions that need to be asked here of the importers. Uh, you know, what's going on here? Who's making the money? Is it the refineries? Is it the importers? Why is the fact that crude prices are falling? Why is that not being better reflected at the, at the four courts? We're not just seeing it, Matt. There's a listener here says, €1.69 in Boncrana at the weekend, €1.84 in Carrick and Shannon, which That's would lead me good. to believe that probably the price is lower in Boncrana because they're afraid of people driving over the border to get cheaper fuel in the north, whereas Carrick and Shannon is further away from the border. Yeah, that's become an issue, yeah, yeah. But that shows you that probably you can still make money at 169 a litre as against 184, which has been charged in most parts of the country. Yeah, it's very suspicious, Matt, you know. Um, and what is it about energy prices here, whether it's kind of electricity, gas? It's really hard to get them to fall. Now, funnily enough, home heating oil prices are falling, Strangely, and as you say, some retailers, some petrol retailers are able to provide um, diesel and petrol at very competitive prices, but others aren't. So I think some questions need to be asked here, and people need to be very wary of this and make sure that they're very conscious of getting good value for money and don't just go to, if, if, if they're on the road for a bit, 
Make, do, take note of the prices and get a decent price is, out there. Is there enough variation, though? Is there uh, enough variation between retailers that it makes it worth your while going there isn't often, out, of the, you know, out of the way? If you go to a town or somewhere like Longford and they're nearly all following each other, okay, that's good in a way. They're being competitive and they're watching each other. But, you know, I just think we need, we, 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 you know, we're, the driver here is getting a rough ride and it's a very sensitive t- subject. People get very annoyed about this and they feel that they're not getting a fair crack at the whip on this one, Matt. Okay, well, there are people sending in from places like uh, Wellington Bridge in Wexford, 175.9 for about a litre of petrol or of diesel. Uh, Kevin McPartland, Chief Executive of Fuels for Ireland, who's making all the money out of these uh, high petrol and diesel prices? Well, there's not a lot of money being made at the at the forecourt, or in fact, in Ireland on this stuff, because what what we're talking about here is a very low um, margin product. It's it's high volume. You, you know, you you when you sell it, you send you tend to sell several liters at a time, but the margin is very low. And if how, sorry, the, how do we know the margin's very low? Do, does anyone publish their accounts and the details so we can see how much it costs the forecourts to bring in? this petrol and diesel, and how much they then sell it per litre at? Well, no, no more than um, you, you can see published uh, details of the margin on a tin of beans or a sliced pan. Those aren't published, but, you know, it's... So we don't know. We have to take it on trust when you tell us that you're making low margins. Well, I think that there has been, it's been well reported, there have been uh, people who have been able to give out examples of their own margins and they have not been, um, you know, atypical in the market. So it, 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 I don't think I don't think anybody is really disputing that it's a low margin uh, business in Ireland. I don't think anybody's really. I'm asking for proof. I'm asking for actual transparency so that we know that we're not been spun a yarn, that we're well, not I, been told. Well, I, a poor petrol retailers aren't making any money out of it because most motorists can see as soon as there's any bad news and you hear about oil prices for the barrel of oil going up, the prices, as Charlie say, go up like a rocket, but they come down like a feather. But the evidence doesn't support that, Matt. So if you have, if you, I'm looking for the evidence. If you let me finish, over the last four weeks, the price of a litre of diesel has gone down by five cent per litre. Okay, on average, according to the EU Weekly Oil Bulletin, during that time, we had a budget, and the budget increased the carbon tax, which in effect increased the price uh, of of oil by three cent per litre. So in your a hypothesis where retailers are just looking for any excuse to up the prices. They would have upped their price by three cents that day. That didn't happen. In fact, the week of the budget, the prices remained, uh, the prices remained completely static according to the EU weekly oil bulletin. So this, this suggestion that the, the, you know, this up like a rocket and, and down like a feather just isn't backed up by the evidence. You know, we have to look at this realistically and say that we don't sell crude oil. Okay. What we sell is a refined product. We buy crude oil. It is refined at at a very, very high cost right now because energy costs are so high, as you've mentioned already. It has to be transported around the world. It has to be uh, done so in a way which is in keeping with very, very, and appropriately, very rigorous health and safety standards. And it's sold on four courts in Ireland for less than a litre of water in the same shop. So you, we have to be realistic about this. Now, do I think that the, 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 the prices... Um, could be being influenced by geopolitical events around the world. Of course they are. And, you know, there are traders who, who factor in the risk when they are uh, setting the wholesale prices for these products. But it's the wholesale prices which dictate the, the wholesale prices for refined product, for diesel, uh, petrol. And they're making the money, is it? They're making the bumper profits, is it? 
I think that traders are always going to trade and they are factoring in risk. You know, they, they, they may make money this month and lose money next month based on the judgment calls that they make. But, you know, we all know the way that traders work and they're cautious people and they try and always uh, make sure that they come out of it on top. But, you know, you, you can say that, that there is no published evidence of the low margins, but it's a widely, it's a widely recognized fact. In fact, the, here's evidence for you. The, the, um, uh, Competition and Consumer Protection Commission report that Charlie referred to earlier on in your piece referenced the fact that it's a low margin uh, business. So if 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 you were to pull into a forecourt on your way home tonight, Matt, and buy fifty euros worth of diesel, and Charlie pulled in behind you and bought a cappuccino, the markup on the cappuccino is a great deal more for his three euro cappuccino than your fifty euros worth of fuel. What you say to that, Charlie? Uh, well, the cappuccino is a discretionary spend. I, you know, people in this country need petrol and diesel. It's 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 an essential. Public transport is poor, very poor. Um, it 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 we really need it, and this is why the, the chairman of the Consumers Association, Michael Coyne, he's asked uh, for the European Union to get involved here and carry out an EU-wide probe into the oil industry and and why it's slow to cut prices but very quick to put them up. Um, you know, um, the, the, the margin here is not the retailers. It's, and I, I'm not saying that. The question marks are around importers, the, the big guys, you know, are they, and they wholesale market, the wholesalers account for 42% of the pump price according to the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission that Kevin and I are both referring to. So that seems to be where there's probably profits being made. We don't know what the refineries are making either. There's one refinery in this country, Whitegate, owned by a Canadian company, Irvine, they don't talk to the media. They don't break out profits for, for their refinery. Refinery profits were very high at one stage, we know. Are they making big profits? Somebody's making profits here. And the mug is the driver, the motorist. And um, the questions need to be asked about why the motorist is carrying, uh, you know, carrying the can here all the time and not seeing, not getting a bounce of the ball, as I say. Mm. Could, could, I give, could I give you one, Go on, uh, Kevin. one, one fact of, of who is making a lot of money on this? And that's the government. So I, I, I passed a, a, a service station this morning and noticed unleaded was 181.9 cent per litre. Okay. Of that, 97 cent goes directly to the state. And so, so when, if you're talking about 181 and almost a euro of that going to the state, the, whenever fuel prices are high, the government does very, very well out of it because there is VAT on top of all of the other, the excise duties, the levies, the taxes, VAT goes on top of all of those. So the people who do best out of high fuel prices are not fuel retailers. They are, in, in, in Ireland at least, they are the government. Charlie, it's a fair point. And we'll be challenged wrong. successive ministers for finance about on this programme. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's outrageous. The four different levies and taxes that are on your, 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 your litre of petrol and diesel, you know. There's a, a Nora levy, you know, and there's a fat carbon tax, there's excise duty. It's outrageous, yeah. 50, yeah, but there's a listener who comes in and says, we had $80 a barrel of oil before and the price of the pump was only €1.32 at the time. Yeah, well, you know... Kevin, let me put that to Kevin. How well, come well, when previously well, well, it was 80 well, euro a do- or $80 a barrel, it was €1.32 at the pump and it's now 40 to 50 cent more? So when was that? How long ago was that? How many times has the carbon tax increased in that time? What was the currency exchange rate? So $80 a barrel, we don't sell in dollars, we sell in euros. What was the currency exchange rate on that date? What was the, what were the energy prices at, at that time that dictated the cost of refining that product? You, you, what were the transport costs? What were the, what were the complications to the global market that meant that you perhaps weren't going to the supplier who was the most efficient in terms of transport? You have to think of all of these things. And, and at the end of the day, you know, 
the prices have to be competitive. We are the only business in Ireland where the prices are in illuminated two-foot signs outside the, the shop before you walk in the door or before you drive onto the forecourt. So if, if, if you want to think about, you know, how competitive is this market, you should look at how closely all of the um, forecourts, you averted to it uh, yourselves at the start of the conversation, how closely they all look at what's going on in the market. And, and you will have situations where, pe- and this, again, people have gone out on the record and said that they've done this, when they will sell at a loss to make sure that they don't, um, lose out to their competitors down All the right. road okay. on the fuels. We've got to leave it there. Thank you very much. Kevin McPartland, Chief Executive Fuels for Ireland. Shirley Weston, we'll see you again on Wednesday for your normal personal finance spot. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.